I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening You're pinning words All like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Aw, uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2017. Y'all hear that chorus? That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay, the East St. Louis Gospelettes in the house. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know how we're doing in the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you hear everybody's voice. Lisa, Lisa, cold jam to the left. Fick it, fick it, Lisa. I was getting my pen. I threw my pen down. I didn't even throw it down. But. <laughs> Grab her pen up there, please. Yeah, I was just going to, I need something to write because a thought came to me. I was like, whatever, write this down. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm excited because uh, you know what today is. What today is. Today is the day we discuss Oscar stuff. Yes, yep, yep. And I have to say this because when I started thinking about this, our first episodes that we started filming, uh, filming taping the podcast was, was for the Oscar. Oscar. Time, so right. is this yeah. our third year of podcasting? Yeah. It's our third year? It's been three years, bitch. It's been three years <laughs> yeah. of us podcasting? Yes. I remember the first one because that was when I, I predicted, and rightfully so, and I said Lupita Nyong'o and all of them was going to get it. And I went off on Vanity Fair's mm-hmm. picture. The picture yes. And then I went through, and that's when, what's his name? You guys were like, okay, well, I, I knew we were going to do a podcast. I didn't know you was going to go all in <laughs> like that. And I was like, hmm. She was looking at that one picture in Vanity Fair and, and had was all these. You the social political. The social yeah. political. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even talking about when they fold us into the NC of the yes. photo and not even on the cover. Yep. She was going. Wait, wait, what happened now on the cover? No, no, it's just back in the day. It was a fold out of, of the actors. It's just 2015, right? On the holiday, I mean, on the holiday issue. It's, it's, it's the holiday issue of um, Vanity Fair, right? It was one of the Oscar issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they had the beautiful, but they had us folded in and so I was not like it. And how our how we were arranged in the photo. Oh, not at all. I was going all in. Like, and why I, is a black person on the ground? Now, and why is speak, it? And let me just say character. this. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. I know some of y'all saw the new, the, the poster, the one sheet for the new Ocean 7. Ooh, girl. I have not. And have uh, They put Rihanna all Rihanna, the way in the back. Aquafina yeah. and Mindy Kaling, the only women of color mm-hmm. who were part of the group, are in the back of the train. But you know mm-hmm. whose dusty ass is in the front? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand her. I don't even like. Let's see. Say, say the name, and I see if I agree with you. She's uh, the chick from Pretty Woman. Um, oh my gosh, Julie Roberts. Yes, is Julie Roberts? She's not part of them. Yeah, isn't she? She's isn't she the main one? No, no. Are Who am I thinking of? Okay, that because you have um, it's Kate. Not Kate. What's her name? Kate the one. No, no. She played the queen. What is her name? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. She's fine. I love Kate Blanchett. She's and in the movie. Kate Blanchett. Yes. Uh, the new Oceans Bullock. movie. That's who I'm thinking of. Sandra oh, Bullock. Sandra Bullock's okay. Um, but I do understand. Wait, 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 wait. She's, she's Kate so Blanchett is doing a heist comedy? Yes. 
She's she can an actress. Act. I gotta see this because I am always impressed by her range and shit. So I want to see what she does. Only and, 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 and I mention that because you know our previous guest that we had on the last mm-hmm. episode, um, Nancy, and we were talking about how actors and and positioning and and for me optics are very important. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people uh, in the black girl nerds world, you know, mm-hmm. we were discussing it, and I was surprised at how many. I'm just gonna say it: how many black men mm-hmm. jumped up mm-hmm. into the mentions. Talking about why y'all always got to talk about bring race in the stuff or bring something into it. And the, and the reason why is mm. this. It's a heist film about women. Mm. Okay? It's like the, the female version, of course, is the original remake of the original remake. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So you got all these women. Majority of them are white women. You have three women of color who are part of the group. Why would you not sprinkle them in evenly? Maybe have the biggest one out of the whole group would be probably Mindy Kaling in the front. No. Next See, to Cinecrop, Rihanna in the middle, no, you have the, Aquafina across, and have the other white women built, you know, get that nice you're little You're talking about sandwich. fairness, which is like beautiful, really? but I want to talk exist. about media marketing where you have the number one pop star in the world. She sells more than Beyonce. And she looks She's better the number than number one selling yes. pop artist in the world. Do yes. you put her in the back? back? Like, And they're what? on like a subway. So you already got the optics of being the back of the, on the train, bus yes. on the journey mm. and having us in the back. So it's like That's wild. the optics were just <laughs> all wrong. This is not unsurprising to me considering how people of color played in the other Oceans films. Yes. Though. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. definitely the big characters in the back to the main trio. More, I expect it more for the women's, especially if I'm assuming if uh, Sandra Bullock's involved with it, she's got to be involved with the production you know and all she's that stuff producing. too. You know, so, you know, so I'm just I'm just putting it out there. That I thought she was the first one. Who, I, I, I kind of think. First one to sign on? The first one, yeah, to sign on. Yeah. I mean, look, I definitely agree that. She's George Clooney. Basically. In the previous, yeah. in the pre, in, yeah, in in the George Clooney Brad Pitt ones. I mean, mm-hmm. like those guys, is th- they're moving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those guys. I mean, I I really love Bernie Mac's role. Mm-hmm. Not big enough. Yeah. I really liked you Don know, Cheeto. Don Cheeto, mm-hmm. not important enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's just wow. And then you yeah. give him a nice little British accent, but <laughs> you know, and and then Scott Kahn and Casey Affleck are getting yeah, all this yeah. play, and I'm like, no. Casey Affleck got so much money. No. Yeah, and I don't yeah. like Casey Affleck. <laughs> we could go hey, in me, if you want to. I mean, we're here right now talking about it. Exactly. Let me, you let do me, women dirty, Casey. That's all I got to say. So y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. Let me set y'all up right quick. So we got here also sitting here. My man over here from the writing and directing team, the uh, the Derek Brothers t- uh, writing and directing team, Chris Derek, y'all. Who, 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 who? What's up? Hello, people. How are you? I'm back after I don't know how long. It's been about a month. Month, huh? two months. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a minute. minute. Been it's a been a long time, time. since <laughs> I met you. Okay, <laughs> but, but, but but see, you know why? It's that Trump stuff. I've been so yeah. in hiding. <laughs> you damn hermit. The dystopian got real. Like he went on shutdown. <laughs> yeah. you know, NPR just released a study though, so like most people are feel like they're doing a lot less work at work because they're distracted by politics. Hey, I they're like, I'm actually doing right a lot of work. Like, I'm it's actually hard doing to a do lot it. of work. Mm. Um, I kind of finally came with a I finally came with a fucking cool sci-fi idea that I haven't had oh, cool. in like years. Um, I don't tell the kids. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna tell anybody, but I, I still don't know if it'll work yet. But it's all because of this Trump shit. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's not about him, but it's yeah, all. Yeah. But it came out because of that type of. Was that you, Lisa? Said that you have a feeling that Trump being in there is going to spark a whole bunch of new stories. It's right? always in, in in our historics in the history of the world. Whenever you have bullshit, the best <laughs> art comes out. 
think about it. When we had the Great Depression, you know, we had the, when they were doing the works project, when they were collecting the music, a lot of the blues music that was coming out, a lot of the art scenes, all that stuff fashion, on Broadway. Dances, mm-hmm. The Broadway, all that stuff comes out. So mm-hmm. whenever in times of like crisis, it's Artists always run. Hair came out of like Vietnam and all yeah, that. Yeah, all that, all that stuff. So yeah. there's always going to be some good that's going to come from the the fucked upness that but we're see, living but, in. But right you now. know why? Because that honestly, the artist's responsibility is to critique look, science. Look, look, if you're not doing that, you're Nina actually Simone, fucking up. Nina yes. Simone told y'all an artist's you know responsibility is their duty is mm-hmm. to reflect the times that they live in. She sure did. You can quote me on that. Mm-hmm. You can go listen to her say that on the documentary. Good okay, point. but that's your job. You know, and a lot of us out here trying to do our, you know, our RG stuff and just be artsy fartsy and stuff. But for those real mofos, Mm -hmm. you know, who understand that you are planting seeds Mm -hmm. for the future, that is your job. And the problem is that so many people are probably going to be like, oh, you guys are making a big deal out of everything. Just no whoop de whoop. But, you know, all I say is get yourself some black friends. Um, all the white people mm. are just get, get, saying, what's whoop-de-whoop? Whoop-de-whoop. whoop You know, it, it, Google it. Look, look, it's just that's what artists do. I, I mean, if you, you know, it's the guy who got in a lot of trouble with a painter. Um, Banksy? No, no, no. It's just like in the Renaissance. Um <laughs> Oh, that too. <laughs> Last week, <laughs> Mike, I got Renaissance Street. Dark, oh, uh, 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 C, C, uh, 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 Caravaggio, Caravaggio, mm. because okay. Caravaggio mm. painted a lot of controversial stuff because he was reflecting what he didn't like that was going on with some of the, with some of the religious of the time. Right. He got in trouble, got killed, but he lived and put his passion for the art. So Alger it's Road died. This, I just saw mm. that. So you have to do that. I mean, like, I mean, like, well, Banksy is just constantly an anarchist. So he's yeah, constantly, he so he's not there. like he's not like he's riding the wave of what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this, I mean, if you think about it, look at everything that like like the really aggressive films, that action films that came out of the '80s during the Reagan like oh, Reagan yeah. Yeah. Robocop. We were like, yeah. we gotta get out of yeah, yeah. Robocop. We gotta get out of this shit. Terminator. All the B movies. All the, all the movies. <laughs> oh, oh, and interesting enough, and you know what? This That's is and, and since this is the Oscar broadcast and we're talking about Robocop, just reminded me. Paul Verhoeven is oh. doing Dud L. Uh-huh. Can you? That's like someone who's really keeping it down, yeah. keeping his career going. Disappeared after that bullshit with uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Was last time you heard his wait, name? Wait, wait, Starship Troopers is a classic. <laughs> is a cult classic. It's a cult fact. classic. And you, you forgot speak, you got the black girl nerds in here <laughs> of it. With the reverence, reverence and respect, it was underbudgeted. It was underbudgeted. It could have been better. And his career, you watch your over. mouth, sir. Over after that, you watch your it mouth. Like sir. Saying, <laughs> it's like saying Sharknado isn't good. For God's sake, it's look, quality you know, trash. trash look, but it's quality trash. Look, quality trash. I can always there. respect these guilty pleasure cinemas. I'm not gonna dis- disrespect. There's it no guilt. There is no guilt. There is okay. This reveling these pleasure pieces of cinema will say <laughs> we're not going to put it we just these pleasure pieces of cinema that's so can we let's introduce our other let me, guests I was about to say okay. so let me let me <laughs> get to my girl actually. let me hear everybody from the black girl nerds and I always forget the other hey. show what's it oh I, I do After Buzz that's it yes After Buzz TV Joelle Monet hey. everybody what's up girl oh it's it's great to be here I love talking the Oscars I just did this with the Collider guys a couple weeks ago on Shows right. No uh, having a really good time getting yeah. excited for the big day yes. okay, Oscar cool. season is everything to me Yes. Exactly. So this show we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the pre Oscars, getting ready for it yes. and see what kind of predictions we come up with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who we like, who we don't like, mm. who can go to hell. 
you know, all that shit. It's a long <laughs> list. So let's go in. Where y'all want to start? Well, I think let's we could start off with basically let's state the big stuff, like above mm-hmm. the line stuff, okay. like mm-hmm. you know, actors, um, big movies, the best picture, okay. and then the screen plays. Right. Okay, so. Um, I'm just happy that my picks that people who I thought were going to be nominated who deserved to be she nominated. Like, I was first. I, so, knew, I knew it anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you because I know. Trust me, I should be a casting director or somebody who because I know when I see it, I know it. I feel it yeah, in my gut, I and that's like when I see certain performances because people put it this way. Mm. People thought Ruth Nega was not going to be nominated yes. for an Oscar. She yes. was a dark horse. Was, uh, when I was looking at all, but the, you were saying I, that early. I, yeah, you were the, the first person to see it. You saw it opening weekend. Week, I saw it opening weekend. Yeah. Mm. I went twice. Mm-hmm. Went by myself, and I took my friends because you know sometimes you can't take your friends. She hardcore, Jay. The she first time you want to watch, you want to be completely it. absorbed. Right. I don't yeah. want to be interrupted. Right. I want to be like, and then the second time I want to watch your face, right? <laughs> I want to live vicariously. And, yes. the, and and when I second time I saw it, um, I turned to my friend. And I said, "Look, both of my fact, I'm still mad about Joel Edgerton not Ooh. getting nominated mm-hmm. for Best Actor mm-hmm. because the two of them, too. the two of them together." <clears throat> It was the best before, and it was so good. The fact is, I believed that they were those people. I felt like mm-hmm. I was watching the actual people. Until mm-hmm. Edgerton finally found a role perfect for him. I, yes. I just yeah. bless him. It he, was great. Yeah. And he deserved to be nominated. But I thought to myself, Ruth is going to get that. When I was reading Variety and everybody else, they were like, oh, she might. I'm like, no, bitch. If you know good acting, you're going to nominate her for that. See, she's a scene stiller. In you need to work mm-hmm. in those, like, um, Campaign PR departments. That's the job. <laughs> you should have. That's what Ava started doing. Shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. and be like, hey, now I'm gonna get y'all some money and uh, get some people's role. I mean, look, she gave a phenomenal performance. It's a really good story. Let me see the back. It's an important story. That's that's really well told. Um, I mean, Joel. I've been a, you know like a big fan since he was in Fighter. But mm-hmm. you're right. He doesn't really get roles that really like allow him to mm-hmm. like do yeah. stuff. You right. know. Right. And that movie did, and you know. Um, Hats off to the director. This guy, this guy did Mud, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah that's Mud. Huh? Right. Um, so I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm happy that, that Ruth has that 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 nomination. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, now who's who's she up against though? Okay, so we're going to start with actress in a leading role. Mm-hmm. So we have Isabel Herbert for Elle, <sighs> Ruth Nega, of course, for Loving, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman for Jackie, mm-hmm. Emma Stone for La La Land. <laughs> Meryl Streep, the goat. Okay, well, you can't touch it. (laughs) G-O-A-T for Florence Foster Jenkins. Meryl, we're not going to give it to Meryl. Sorry, Meryl. We love you so much. You're going to have two or three. I mean, when she deserves it, you think she deserves it, though. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she deserves it this far. Okay. Meryl's got to have no. way more than no. three Oscars, right? Oh, she's, she's got like 19 nominations. She's got but... I think she only has three. Really? Two or three. But she's been nominated probably. Oh, she's been like 20 nominations, yeah, but she's right. won that much. Right. Interesting. Okay. She's, it's, it's like her and Paul Newman. She beat Viola that year. Viola should have won. Her and Paul Newman had like 10 plus nominations, and Paul Newman only got one, and I think she's got two, maybe three. I think the last one. Did she win? Last year, the year before, the year before, she, she got yeah. at least three. Yeah, so but yeah. but there's, there's no one who's got more than three of, of anything. Okay, mm-hmm. my money is on Ruth, but I think Hollywood is going to be some bullshit, and they're going to give it to Emma Stone. <laughs> they're going to give it to Emma Stone for one reason oh, and well, one reason alone. Goddamn. That last song, y'all. <clears throat> the last, yeah. it just it's first of all like. <sighs> Okay. Tell no. Okay. Tell so I understand him. why people outside uh, and also inside. I understand people's problem with La La Land. Like I get it, but I think for so many people who wind up voting and and like living out their Hollywood dream, like it's, it's just so um, old school Hollywood <laughs> musical. It, it, it a nostalgia. I don't even want to go nostalgia. I just want to go like it. It just it's it's because it's deeper than that. It's like oh that's my story. Like oh I, that's that's me. 
You know, like even as a black girl watching that movie, I was like, okay, no, I get it. Because I did small town theater and I had, you know, not an auntie, but, you know, um, my mother, my grandmother who inspired me to, you know, like take to the stage and do the writing and right. try the things. And then she gets this song and I've heard a lot of people complain about La La Land. They're like, they're not great singers. It's not a musical. I'm like, this is a movie about musicals. It's not supposed to be a musical movie. It was not about great performances ever. It's about average people trying to actually live the Hollywood dream in Hollywood. And That's I think exactly was, what I heard the director say, too. And I think it was beautifully done. Um, I don't think it was the best movie this year mm-hmm. by far, but I loved How it. I saw it twice at Cannes. It tied with her. Tiff, rather. It tied with 14 with Ben-Hur. So. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, see, okay, this is La La Land to me. I'm going to just... Are you saying, Emma Stone? Say, say it. Who are the people again? Who are the people again? <laughs> Isabel Herbert, Ruth Nega, Natalie Portman, Emma Stone, and Meryl Streep. <laughs> Ruth Nega better come out your mouth. No. <laughs> I would love for Ruth to win. I just don't see it happening. I want her to win, but two things. I don't think a people are not people, the movie's not seen enough. They're yeah. going to tell you about the movie. Not, yeah. they're, not, they're not talking about her performance enough. Yeah. It's, I I mean to me, I think Isabella Rupert gave a really phenomenal role. I think she could easily be an upset. She she, she could be that. because that's such an interesting role in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to see, but. I can see why they're going to give it to Emma Stone because that's just, you know, they, they like to play that way. My, this is my problem with La La Land. <laughs> Tell him. I sat down <laughs> and heard some... He paid money. Did you pay money? No, that, oh. He went, to the <laughs> he went to the Writers Guild Theater, bitch. Oh, oh that's right. These, these Writers Guild. They had the Writers Guild. Oh, I didn't, some of us okay. got the screener, okay. too. Um, <laughs> but I heard people talk about it. I heard people talk about it. And I, and I liked... Whiplash. I was curious to know what this was mm-hmm. about. Thirty-five seconds into the movie, <laughs> thirty-five seconds. I said, "Oh, damn. this movie's gonna clean up. This movie's gonna clean the fuck you up." You knew in thirty-five seconds. Yeah, so the highway scene the alone. Yeah. Come on. The hi- look, look. The highway scene. The minute they started dancing, uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna win everything because what it's saying it to not just one take, but it's like, mm. but it's like." It's touching what you said earlier about. Yeah, it's a narcissistic nerve. That's what it is. It's like, oh, this is Hollywood. This is what we don't like about. Ah, Mm. you know, you're reading your script in your car, you're getting yelled at, and you're on the fucking 105, and Mm. they shut it down. Mm -hmm. And in the background, Mm -hmm. you still see like the 405 in the background. And I'm like, motherfuckers who don't live in LA don't know that to to shut that down like that. (laughs) I I don't care what day or what time of day. Mm. You are causing ruckus. Problem. And it's daylight. And it's daylight. <laughs> so I was there for Sunday. I mean, I, I mean, up. you know what? It has yeah. to be, like like that. Unless I was shot on like Super Bowl Sunday or some shit mm. like that, where you know traffic <laughs> is down giant low. Green screen was brought in. You know, you know. <laughs> but and I, I said this is going to win everything. Uh-huh. So, so Emma Stone. And 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 thing is, yeah. And the thing is, but but it's not deserving because say that I don't feel that that movie. Um, it didn't surprise me. Mm. No moment in the film surprised me. Mm. And I always, and now I'm at the point with movies, with anything, it's like, I need one scene. I just, I want one scene mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Mm. Or I didn't expect that performance. Or that was a great twist. Or like, or just like whatever it is. And, and if you can't give me that, then I'm not 
I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm I not happy. I think that's a fair way in which to critique a film, but man, that film didn't give me all the feelings. I have such, I cry at everything, though, so it's not really like I'm a good way for grammar <laughs> things. Like, it's She's a, crying now. Puppy <laughs> commercial. I cried at the side of a puppy yesterday. Like, it's really easy yeah. for me to just start tearing up. But, like, the the final, like, third of that movie, the, the long-ass montage, which people are complaining about, which... I adored every second of it. It was great. I, that I, was great. The shadow puppets, the the dream that might have been, and sharing that mm-hmm. in between people. It just, man, it got me right here. So I, to say it's undeserving, I don't know. I think it deserves some things, all of the awards. No. Okay, okay, so so I, you know what? But we're talking about the best actress, actress. right now. Best, best actress, actress. Right, yeah. man. I wanted to go to Ruth so bad, but if we're going, know. where do I think it's going to go? I'm definitely going to have to go, Emma. Okay. 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 Actor in a leading role. We got yes. Casey A. A. Fleck. He better not. And, and for Manchester by the Sea. I was coughing. He better uh, not. Uh, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Gosling yeah. for La La Land. Yeah. Uh, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. Oh, Viggo, so fine. Uh, Denzel Washington for Fences. That's a boy. Denzel. Denzel better win it. That's all. This is the best Denzel performance he's it. given Denzel in so it. long, in a long ass story career of greatness. Yeah. He's like, he just beat expectations here. And their performances surprised me in the way because I've seen Fences. As I've a done play. Fences. And, and it's <laughs> like, and to be able to like still Corey. have so, me yes. enraptured and mm-hmm. have me hemmed up and really holding on to the story, even though I knew what was coming. Um, he did the damn thing. And it's yeah, like, I can't see anybody else on here. Well, see, this is the thing about Denzel's performance. Denzel was at a stage in his career where people are able to caricature some of his stuff. You know, you always see people like, like, oh, this is how Denzel does his lines from yeah. Training Day, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, and, you know, and actors, they do fall into their, their basically like their personal tropes. Sure. But Denzel... I think he stepped out a little bit he, on this. One. No, but no, it's, it's not even that. His personal tropes—they felt fresh because the dialogue that August Wilson wrote mm-hmm. and the way he was doing stuff in some of those scenes made you kind of forget that you've seen him do a lot of that kind of behavior before. Because mm-hmm. it's it, because because it was in a situation that he hadn't done that before. You know, he wasn't being an angry cop. He right. wasn't being some some man trying to save his son. Right. He was like like the weight of the world, which he mm-hmm. does in so many movies, was not he against was flawed. him. You yes. know, yes. and I was like, damn, dude, like you really put it to it. I mean, that scene where he like puts the bat on the sun is like, yes. oh, fuck, you know, I was like, right. get yeah. out of my house. I was right. like, you know what? <laughs> I've seen Denzel punk people before, mm. yeah. but not just like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's right. what's interesting to me. Right. And you know, these other people, I mean, Vigo gives a fantastic performance. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. But, I don't know if you want to see that movie. And I only saw it because I got a digital screener and one day and I was like, oh, what is this? And I heard yeah. Matt Ross talking. And I was like, oh, this could be interesting. It sounds cool. He's on yeah. Elvis Mitchell's thing. And I was like, oh, shit. And, I just, and it's just, but I mean, I, 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 if Ryan Gosling wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fighting everybody. I'm actually a little upset because he doesn't really give a, a performance that I've liked since he did The Believer. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. What? You didn't like him in um, Drive? Oh, I loved him in uh, Blue Valentine? I haven't seen that. Oh, well, you gotta watch Blue Valentine because mm. he plays his ass out. It's so good. Mm. But no, not for this. Not for a slouchy shrug guy. No. Like, it was good. Slouchy but shrug guy. <laughs> it, no. I, I enjoyed no. the character, but not. And I would even go, like, people, I had, man, Hacksaw Ridge was just not it for me. Okay. That movie required so much editing up front. 
So my, the first hour could have been twenty minutes long. How, it was a long movie, wasn't it? It's it was ridiculous. It was, it was like it was like uh, two and a half hours, maybe. They I got this, up and got more popcorn because I heard yes. it made. And I don't like, usually do that. I heard it made <laughs> Saving Private Ryan and one of them look like nothing. It was no, like, no, it, no. No, but but you know, it, as far as the violence, it, and no, all no, stuff. because people don't know Saving Private Ryan. People mm-hmm. don't. Know, people who are telling you that haven't seen that movie in a while. It's mm-hmm. been twenty years yeah. almost. You don't remember how fantastical that movie is. See, the, the greatest thing about Saving Private Ryan is that you watch the beginning. It's, it's one of the things that Spielberg does. It almost. No one knows how to do. It's the first time you ever seen a movie where you felt like somebody getting well, shot. I mean, well, see, there's crazy. that, but this, this, like, there's two things that Spielberg does almost better than anybody's. He does this kind of like layered composition where the camera, like you watch that movie, there'll be scenes where it's like I'm like on you and I'll swing to you in the mm. distance and mm. then swing back over here. It's all one shot and everything is important and it's going to be. This medium shot, this long shot, this close shot, all in the same without even cutting, without cutting, and you're telling your story. And what's really dope about Saving Private Ryan that people don't get is when you watch the movie in the opening scene, Mm -hmm. there's three points of view in that movie. Mm -hmm. There is an omniscient point of view Mm -hmm. where you've seen everybody. There's the German point of view, and there's Tom Hanks's POV. If you don't watch the movie enough to know that when you first come off the boat Mm -hmm. and you're running it on stuff like that, that's Tom Hanks's POV Mm -hmm. before you even see him, and that's what. I was like, damn, dude. Because I watched a couple of times, I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's doing this. And it's like, that's not what Mel Gibson did. Now, there's some brutality in Hacksaw mm-hmm. Ridge. It's pretty mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. But it's not that kind of thing where it's like, I have this master command of, like, how to take you through a story mm-hmm. and make you feel okay. someone else's point of view. Right. It's right. also a tale of moral superiority, which... So, so who we... Yeah. What, what category are we in now? We're now actor in a supporting role. Okay. Who's this? Okay. Uh, Marshala Ali from Moonlight. Yes. Get it, son. Uh, and we can stop right there. We can there. stop right there. We can stop <laughs> right there. Wrap it up. Next. Wrap it up. <laughs> Don't think we need to go any farther. Is he well, let me, killed let me just hear it. Who, who else is in it? Just Why? out of curiosity. I just want to Why know. come? For the people who listen. Why for? <laughs> All right. For the so people who are lazy our, like we both are. Our winner, <clears throat> Marshala Ali, Moonlight, uh, just Jeff Bridges and Helen Highwater. Oh, shit. Oh. She did good oh, in it. No, you're not, no, you're not changing We're not I didn't know. I I have control. <laughs> oh, Lucas shit. Hedges for Manchester, no, Tennessee. No, mm. kid, no. Dev Patel for Lion. I haven't seen oh, it, so I don't man. know. I haven't seen it. And I would like if Maria Charlotte was in it, I would say Dev. Dev oh, is only best support. Oh, God. That's right. Because he's like the most Devin's important part. He right. is, but it's not his story. It's not his story, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. Michael Shannon, who I love. Mm-hmm. Nocturnal Animals. Oh, no, that movie is almost unwatchable. Tell them why. I just, that movie, I'm watching it. and I You watch it at home or you went to the I watch it at home. Now, maybe, okay. you know, and the one thing I do not like about watching screeners a lot is mm-hmm. that they're never really good video quality. They're no, real, they are not. They're really compressed down. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, send me... The DVD or send me a like a 1080p link yeah, it should because be. I'm right. getting like 720 and it's everybody's color, got a freaking exactly the colors are bad and everything like mm-hmm. that. I understand why you don't want to do that. Then send me a link instead. That's mm-hmm. how I saw it. Got fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there wasn't enough going on like tonally about that movie and so I was, it was a rival for you <laughs> you know I was just I was, just, I was, just, I, I was like what's going on in this movie, movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rival was awful too <gasps> <gasps> oh, 
I did I not like know. Arrival. <gasps> if I can predict your movie after the first scene, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like you didn't use anything with your ability to see future and past. Like it, to me, I don't like. If you're gonna do a future past movie, I don't ever want the future to be set, to be permanent in mm-hmm. stone, to have no uh, adjustments. And it seemed like everything was just set. And I also think it was a huge mistake to show the daughter up front. Because the whole time I'm like, okay, well, who's the fu- Oh, is it that guy? It's that guy. They haven't met. Okay. The guy I just knew the whole movie for the end. And I, I could not have been more disappointed. It was beautifully shot, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's He's a- going to win for Best Cinematography. I really yeah. hope so. That would be so <laughs> exciting. Y'all right now. That would be so exciting. But no, no story-wise, I, I mean, it was lame. I, I, you know, the difference I had with Arrival... And- <laughs> But, okay, sorry. I right, no, will get there. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, are we in agreement or do you want to change your. You want to talk up? You want to give it to Jeff? Look, I'm going to say. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is amazing in this movie. See? He already has two Oscars, so he doesn't need a third. Mm-hmm. But he's amazing in this movie, and I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I that was, love Hell like, 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 that Great might movie. be my favorite movie of the year, <gasps> but. It's you know it might be it's up there top three at least, mm-hmm. but and 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 part of the reason because Jeff Jeff is amazing. Yeah. I was like, damn dude, yeah. you fucking killing it. Yeah, but your boy Ali, he <laughs> just the scene at the kitchen dinner table. Well, he played a character we've never seen before. Yeah, like. a sympathetic drug yeah. dealer. Sympathetic, we have not and seen, not so much sympathetic, like but like a full human being, like yes, a man yeah. who's like, I have to take care of business. Mm-hmm. But like, there's this kid that needs help. But on top of that, like, I'm still gonna sell it to his mom because it's business. And I'm not punking my girlfriend either. Yes. she ran the house. Yeah, I loved yeah. That. I was like, oh, look at that. That's I believe actually that. smart. I know some okay. homies That's like, like, yeah. like, like cool. she run the house. Uh, I'll be yeah, outside with it. Yeah, exactly. She run the house. Yeah, she, yeah. she I love it. Yeah. See, the, but also, what I love about this is that, so, you know, you see him in three things this year. Yeah, you mm-hmm. do. You see, him, you see him in mm, Luke Cage. Yeah. You see him in... Uh, Hidden Figures. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'll make that four things because he's in Hidden Figures. He's in Luke Cage. He's in this. He's also in the, 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 the latest season of uh, uh, House of Cards right this oh, season. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. he's always in it. But, right, you, see, right, but, but right. you see four times in a year, oh, yeah. every different. performance is different. Mm-hmm. Every situation mm. is different. I seen with the Denzel thing, the behavior like it's every, like Sterling. What's his it's name? like the behavior um, that K. Brown. is, dropping is yes. different in mm-hmm. everything. And I'm just like, damn, dude, like this guy. This is his year. Is mm-hmm. And if he does not get this Oscar, I'm letting y'all know. Y'all gonna see me out there fighting in the street, <laughs> right? Okay. Kodak Dra- Theater, dragging, be, you know, dragging hoes out their car, <laughs> truly knocking bitches up well, down the street. <laughs> I'm kind of. What's your producer at? So I want Marshall. I can never say Marshall. Marshall. Ali. Ali to mm-hmm. win. If not him, then I'm cool with Jeff Kidd. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, I couldn't be mad. Yeah. I'm going to be salty about it, but I couldn't be mad, you know, if Jeff <laughs> won. Look, look, he, look. he did it. He did the damn thing. He yeah. laid it's, it out. It's, if he wins, it's, it's not like he's been robbed, yeah. but mm. he's been, you know, he's been, you know, it's... It's a, it's he got bumped. He, he got, got bumped. Yeah, his yeah. wallet got nudged at a little bit. <laughs> but... While, while we're talking about the Oscars, I just mm. have to jump off on a little quick side tip. Chris and I were talking about this the other day. So if you don't mind talking about this, the Writers Guild bullshit with the NAACP. Oh, this shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just Fill a little bit. In. Just okay. a little bit. Fill me in. So we've been talking about this for years. Mm. I don't know if you guys noticed, NAACP awards were the this weekend. Awards. They sure yeah. were. awards were this weekend. Yeah. Well, on Friday night is when they bring in the writers and it's not aired. Oh. 
So we've been fighting with them for years about when are you going to air the writers? And they keep having excuses of why they're not doing it. Mm. Chris, can you just give them a little update on how it works and what you think your reasons are? Or just are stream why? it and people can see it later well, or something. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not sure why they don't do it. I, but the, my, my problem with it is this. There's a huge undercurrent or undertow in Hollywood that white writers do not think that black writers can write. Correct. And black writers... And also, there's just a huge thing in the culture in general that black people are are not powerful masters of the English language. Mm -hmm. And I feel that to give the actors the thing, okay, fine. But if you want to get really tough about it it's like that's minstrel show shit the mm. writing is what we need to prove that we do and that we can do as better as anybody else right. and we give really great shit and therefore to not let those people get their shine because right. because the thing is is that so many people think that actors make up the damn lines themselves <laughs> it's true. they don't it's true. It's people true. fucking slave on their yeah. keyboard making that shit work those people yeah. need draft their thing. after draft, draft and, and you know what that's how you make people understand that this is what's gonna happen. Like, you know what? I see all these things. Like, I saw this thing with Denzel when he was doing the Hollywood Roundtable thing. Mm -hmm. I saw the thing with the other day when we were at the Writers Guild and Barry Jenkins was there. Mm -hmm. All these black filmmakers are saying, well, when I was growing up, I never saw anybody, you know, who acted who was my colors. My, never, so I, I didn't feel like I would do this. My skin's blah, blah, blah. Do we ever see any black writers if you, know, if you see them? No. Then right. you know it can be done. True. Right. Because that's, I mean, I, look, when Spike Lee started directing, mm -hmm. every, there's so, there so, yeah. so many more black right. people like, I can right. direct now, I yes. can direct now. Right. Mm -hmm. Show the writers so people know that you can write. And so writing, cool. honestly, writing is probably the easiest way to get into the game. Yep. Mm -hmm. it's, it, now, it's not easy. No. Like, no. like all of it is <laughs> but not you, easy. But you're in, you're, that's the one but, thing but you're in control you can control. Of. And right. you know yes. what? All this shit about, oh, you're the wrong color. We talked about earlier with the, with the you know, we're not going to let the Asian person mm -hmm. in the role and blah, blah, blah. If you write a good script, you can get your shit in. Yep. They, because, I mean, what's the girl's name? Uh, Marty Noxon, whatever. She mm -hmm. got some new show on. Jillian, I can't remember. This, uh, it's Amy Adams doing this new show from her. But someone mentioned that when she, that she used to sign her scripts, like, people thought it was like Martin Noxon. Really? You know, like, so they would hire her because that was a man. Oh, interesting. You know, because <laughs> she her walked name. in the door. She walked in like, like, oh, right, well, your right. script's great. Yeah, right. yeah, You know, yeah. so. Stay, I guess. You know, oh, okay, I mean, I might be now a little thrown off, but it's like, that's why you need the writing to be championed, particularly mm -hmm. at the NWCP images. Because, particularly now, when you have this thing called I'm Not Your Negro with, mm -hmm. with, with James, James Baldwin, mm -hmm. James Baldwin is like one of our greatest writers all the time. All the time. But you got to say to yourself, you know, who in the last 20 years like gets that kind of like wow who's a writer I mean the writers that we know and cherish who are black have been doing it for 30 40 sure, years right. you got Tony they write Morrison books. and right. everything sure, like right. that but mm -hmm. with, you know what's the deal well I don't know you got, well you have some you've got a lot of black female writers coming up or or kind of getting their shine on right now uh, uh, Roxanne right Gay right. uh, Lovey just signed a yep. deal with Shonda, with Shonda. Mm -hmm. uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates is out here killing it mm -hmm. doing Issa. Black Panther mm -hmm. yeah Issa Rae's out here so mm -hmm. I feel like Ava so what's cool about the internet like it's, it sucks that we can't get proper representation because on um, basic TV where, where more people have eyeballs and access to and then seeing them get like their shine on seeing people honor them uh, is absolutely important but 
God bless the internet and Twitter and our ability to find one another through that mm-hmm. vehicle and that mm-hmm. medium because it's definitely what gave me the courage to go out there right. right seeing like seeing Roxanne just repost her trolls and just right. rag right. on them for days like it's just beautiful and it's been really oh she's uh, in the book inspiring. I want to read I can't yeah. remember what it's called I want to read but see this is the thing but 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 I think the reason why if you if you if you, if you, if you look at the internet and why you want the video mm-hmm. of them on the awards is you do a post with a video you get more you get more you get there's more interaction than a post with just mm-hmm. words right. so let's have that have absolutely that. Yeah. good but I had to sidetrack that because it's, it still bothers me fucking every year yeah sure actress okay. in a supporting role Viola Davis well again Fences, you can just again, stop, stop right there but I want to say all the names because we got three black women let's get it okay and for the first time in the history of the Oscars, three of them for three separate movies. Because sometimes, sometimes they'll have nominations in the this same is movie. Supporting. This is supporting. Okay. So Viola Davis for Fences, <laughs> Naomi Harris, who you know, she's my cousin from across the pond. I believe She's my play cousin. She's my play cousin from across the pond. <laughs> and uh, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures. Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Damn. If Naomi won, I wouldn't be upset at all. Yes. Like, I would. Uh, if, she if did Naomi it. Won, I would not be upset. For Moonlight, for right? Moonlight, yes. Yeah. She did that in three days. Yep. yep. Three, three days. Flew she in, knocked down. And then was filming another project. Flew <sighs> in, killed it, and then left. And it's just such a man. Have you had an opportunity to like, interview or speak with her at all? I she is the kindest, most <clears throat> generous, like, Beautiful. Just, just truly, truly radiant person. She's just willing to just go there with you, yes. just in an interview where a lot of times for interviewing people, you know, and roughly so, they're like, I want to hold right. back. I don't want to give anything. She right. was just all out for hours. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, just, I, I feel, you know, uh, what did I first year in 28 days later? Yes. Yes. And I'm just kind of like, Selena. she stole it. She stole it. I'm, I'm just kind of like, she just. Uh, I like to see she was the hero. I, 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 I honestly like to see her win because mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like she's sort of overlooked. Totally. And, and as and as and much should be bigger than what she is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like as much as I like Viola Davis, mm-hmm. she's been nominated. But this is her third nomination. She's got her Emmy Award this year. Mm-hmm. From things she got, her, she headlines a show. Mm-hmm. She puts these little cameos in the you know in the like in the big blockbusters and steals everything. And it's like, but, but we don't see enough Naomi Harris. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, if she got the award, I think if she got it, she would, it would open up some opportunities. Well, a lot of Hopefully, doors. she doesn't get the Oscar yeah. curse. But mm, the oh, yeah, Berry following. This, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you know, right? Because the supporting actress gets slaughtered. It's yeah, a dangerous, a dangerous slot. It's a dangerous yep. slot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you're so black, we want Monique. Viola, I want but Viola. Cool but I, yeah, absolutely. Naomi's like my my dark horse in the background, okay. you know, but. I'm Who hoping else? that it's one of them is going to get it because if you're yeah. three out of five, mm-hmm. ain't no way. <laughs> I don't know how Michelle Williams is in the movie and not Taraji Henson. Wait, what? We're in supporting. That's what I mean. You Tar- mean for Hidden Figures? Yeah. Oh, she should have been like, she's, it would have been Best Actress. She's lead. She's the lead actress. Taraji's lead. It centers around her. Is she, no, I've seen the movie, but, <clears throat> but, but, but is she nominated? Taraji's no. not nominated for anything. Which is a... Catastrophe. Yeah. See, because it's a catastrophe that she's not been nominated. Because she gave she gave a performance similar to what 
your man Ali did. Yeah, mm-hmm. she totally because brought it it's down. not she what we not know her of. No, no, no. She's not Cookie. She's not the no. girl right. from from Hustle and Flow. Well, no, and she's not the tough ass cop yep. from the damn the uh, uh, the CBS mm-hmm. show she was in. Mm-hmm. It's right. like wow, we never even see this soft and then kind the t- of vulnerable and then, person and from then, her. And then the two and times then, I saw the movie and the scene that gets it every time, and every audience I've seen it, it gets the chills every time. Is the bathroom scene yep. where she talks when she screams at those white men in that room and says, "Y'all won't even like." Let you know, share the same mm-hmm. coffee pot when she just uh, goes off. Yes. Like she was uh, not acting. Yes. That shit was real. Like yes. that was like, you know, it might have been the words on the script, but she was talking about real life shit happening right now. Exactly. And it's like like exactly. goosebumps every time. Yes. And I thought that's, that's that's her Oscar nominated performance. Correct. Right mm-hmm. And that is the scene that that we all need to be trying to write in every script we do you need that type of a scene. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Every script. On that it's this thing that Billy Ray said one time. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, he said... That's his cousin, by the way. Uh, <laughs> That's every, his boy. That's his you know, cousin. Every actor needs some scene in the script mm-hmm. that is why they do the script. Correct. And it could be that scene. You know, it, 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 it's, it, it's... I mean, like, honestly, I was saying to... Talking to my friend Abdul Williams, mm-hmm. who, shout out, who wrote the New Edition story. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, um, we were talking... I was over there, and I was like, I was kind of surprised that Octavia got nominated, because, like, like over Taraji, because she didn't have... Mm-hmm. Her role was so small. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but that scene when he tells off Kirsten... When she tells off Kirsten Dunst in the... Mm-hmm. I, was like, I, I was like, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? That's why she it did the movie. Yeah. That's why she did the movie. It yeah. It's it one scene, be, yeah. it's two yeah. lines, all it, of a sudden it's yeah. like everything. It's it on the same... Powerful. It's on the level, on the same level of... Um, yeah. I forget the actress's name that was in the movie Network, where she does the one... She only has like maybe an 80-second little quick little line where she says, I demand loyalty. Remember, mm-hmm. she's cheating. Mm-hmm. She says, I, I blah, 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 but I demand your respect and your loyalty. Mm-hmm. Bitch, that's an Oscar nominee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 See, you know, because that's, that that's the thing, yeah. because, you know, because I was talking to Billy about this, and he was like, yeah, there's times that he's written scripts, they've gone out, mm-hmm. the actors don't, that he, want, that he wanted, don't, don't the ones he, the, you know, they don't know. No, mm-hmm. he goes back, rewrites, does a rewrite on like certain just dialogue. Get, mm-hmm. I, I got to change a scene somewhere, mm-hmm. and then it goes back out, and they all people sign on. Yep. And it could just be one scene that needs to be written That's because right. the, I told you, Pam, Pam, my, my casting director friend tells me all the time, you got to have that one scene. <clears throat> they don't sell the scripts to the actors; they mm-hmm. sell the moment. The scene, to the yeah, yeah. I believe she, it. Well, she's on the phone yeah. telling them about a moment that they want to do. She's not telling them about but the, the script. story because they don't care wow. about the script about yep. the other people. I mean, like that's like the writer and the filmmaker and the and the producers are worrying about what the story's trying to say and mm-hmm. the message. The actors just need to know how do I channel something about me yeah. into the role, mm-hmm. and that's why I think Taraji like, got robbed. Like, not we're, we're, absolutely yeah. got we're robbed. about to do the the reading for Tulsa. Right, and I wanted Jeff Thorne to play Big Jeff, mm-hmm. and so I went over there and I pitched him the scene where he comes outside and he's standing there like this, and the clan comes and they shoot him. And I, but I plotted it all out and described it with the smoke and all this stuff. And when he, when I was done, he was like, "Oh, I'm in." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't tell him about the script. I didn't tell him about the story. I just said, "Here's a scene that I knew that your character does in the end. It's not a big dialogue scene. Right. It's just a moment right. that I knew as an actor he would he would right. respond to." Right. I hope the writers at home are taking notes. This yes. is good stuff. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is valuable so, information. Best picture. Here we go. Oh, good. Arrival. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Ted, don't listen to her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. No, I, on both I sides of the fence. I no, so half of my friends, either there or they're not. It's okay. Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. If Moonlight don't win, I'm going to be Moonlight livid. I think it's going to be Hidden Figures. I'll be livid. I don't think it's going to be Hidden Figures. Everybody hidden Figures just is a Hollywood. Look at how the Oscars vote, though. They don't yes. want to vote. Like, look, as much as I, I need it in my core to be Moonlight, yes. because it's so it's be La La Land. immersed in a, a legitimate culture that is sure. not explored to see, not just black, not just gay, but like mm-hmm. my, specific to Miami. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful and so well shot, and just everything about it is perfection. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know, we got a white guy tearing down a bathroom sign and hidden figures and I've literally had guys and people people in general say to me, like, I like this movie because it didn't make all white people look like assholes and I was like, That's definitely what the movie was there for. Yeah. To make sure that you didn't feel yeah. like an asshole. And so the, the, that's the director said that's why that same is in there. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. He's like, I don't even understand why it matters and I was like, This is exactly why you shouldn't be handling this material. It makes me so angry. I'm glad you got these actors right. uh, to do right. it right for you. Right. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if Hidden Figures did win. It's definitely an Oscar it's, decision. It's, out of all the uh, the Oscar nominated for Best Picture, uh, it's the one that's made the most money so far. It's like like 120 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's out of all the, all, the all the Best Picture, yeah, of all the Best Picture nominees, it's made the most money. Mm-hmm. It's still making money. Yeah, it is. Um, the word of mouth, and you're welcome. Has <laughs> <laughs> been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Moonlight, I can I expect five dollars <laughs> and a box of chicken wings. Um, but you know, it's it's for me. Moonlight was everything mm. because you know most of the movie. I think I saw like maybe six of yeah, them. I've seen it three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen it three times. Every fucking time I've seen it, I've gone in my car and cried. Hmm. Every time those certain scenes come up, even though I've seen it, mm-hmm. where he says, um, you know, what's a faggot. And uh, the kitchen table is the first scene he shot. That's the first scene they shot. That's the first scene they shot. And the moment he said, when he said that line, and then he said, it's something they call you when they don't want, they want gay people to feel bad. I said, yes. number one, this motherfucker going to win for best <laughs> yes. supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Number two, this movie's going to win. Because mm-hmm. you've never seen a film with black no. people with that type of character no. sitting there talking about, because they always think that black people are mm-hmm. anti-gay mm-hmm. more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And especially and a drug dealer. Especially drug dealers be, yeah. or people who are supposed to be thugs or those hard mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that you see. That, that To have that scene, I said, this... I, you, you, here's something interesting. Here's something I don't interesting. anything else. This is the winner right here. here. Here's something interesting. You know, as a black gay man, here's something interesting. Oh, you got some, you got some insight <laughs> no, this is a good thing. Uh-huh. All right, Patrick. Thank you, buddy. Here's here's the good thing about that. Here's what I noticed in that scene in particular. I went, ah, Mashallah Ali's character five years ago wouldn't be this dude. Mm-hmm. He would be like, man, faggot, blah blah blah. He would be like right. a completely mm-hmm. different dude. Right. She has centered him into a man. When they cut back they to her, and, and she goes, when she goes like when she does that does. That he's like he's like moment. unless yeah. and she's like not like, unless you, yeah like, yes. oh. this is all you need oh. that's all he needs to know right now and Correct. that was the that in any other hands yes. they would have overwritten that overwritten yeah. it, say something that the fact that she just goes yeah. See, the but, same yeah, thing but, with the mother but, the, but, but see mm-hmm. this is the thing that's interesting because because this thing that Barry was saying and it's like Barry said he spent a lot of time you know he always talks he's always talking about Wong Kar Wai and his interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that God, yeah. and to me what I'm kind of like is, is what I love about this moon, uh, b- b- moonlight mm-hmm. which is 
I hate to say this this way. It feels like European cinema because it's 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 respecting the audience in a way yes. that mm-hmm. American cinema doesn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. so the point you guys are talking about it's not overwritten, and we're letting the camera tell the story as opposed yes. to actors. It's a slow burn. It's a good. It's supposed to verbalize yes. it. I don't think the movie's a slow burn. I I I think the movie just has a pace that works for it. Works really well. It's not going to be jumping off. Van sure. It's not about sure. selling drugs. It's not about revenge. It's not about killing. It's mm-hmm. about this is how dramas play out. Sure. You know. It's not like you know drama by by, by like Antonioni. Yeah, it's a love story, you know. Like like that's a yeah. slow journey, yeah, 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 slow yeah. burn to me. But like to me, this is my prediction on what's going to happen. Okay, tell it. It better be good one. La La Land gets <laughs> best picture. Uh, Barry gets best director. Mm. No, I, no, I think Barry's going to get best screenplay. I don't think they're going to give him best director. Huh. That would be the most upsetting. Thing because to I me. feel that there's been two other black writers who've mm-hmm. got best actor, who've got best screenplay before. It's an easier sell for the writers to put that in there, and for the the Hollywood people at large to make make that happen. Mm-hmm. There's not been that thing with the black director yet, and I feel that Hidden Figures actually might take best picture, and Jamie Tuzel he might get best director because they're going to have to do this balancing act of not letting things get snubbed. That's just that's what I feel. I don't think it's right. I, I, th- I think there might be some I justification to that. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's right, but yeah. I feel like Hidden Figures. I mean, the big. I remember seeing it saying, "Oh, this movie like this movie like beat beat Rogue One one when mm-hmm. we get." I think that's true. And you know it's not this, it's not head to head same weekend. No. But the movie's made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like how much been, was it to make? Do you know? It's probably twenty million. 20, okay. Well, maybe thirty million. I don't, I don't really know. And I wouldn't it's, be mad if it won. Look, look, be mad if it won. Super cheap. No. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, some reason I feel like Kevin Costner has some sort of like people of color kind of. Like bone to scratch because he's doing way back. He's doing you know Dances with Dances with wolves. He did that movie with Octavia Spencer a couple of years ago when this about the 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 the, the, the grandkid trash. You, no. uh, oh. uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I cannot remember the no, title of this movie though. But yeah, yeah it's, it didn't do well. It didn't do well. Yeah. But he's in these movies where he's being the white guy in a film that's a black mm-hmm. a black story that's probably not getting told yeah. unless someone like him signs on to say oh, like you know what I got enough juice to get this done yeah. still. I'm not. I can't. And I won't the, take any more than the last the, the, third the, actor is taking. Yeah, that, right. You know, I'm, cool I'm not gonna take any. So I'm, that's what I'm. I'm feeling, yeah. and I feel that that like like you said. I mean, you know, there's a lot. I mean, that movie to me, like directorially wise, like really bothered me. Hmm. And figures. Yeah, okay. like it really bothered me because there was moments when I was like, you not like you're not doing things that could really make this cool. Like the scene when they're in the, um, you know, the end when not the end, but isn't the second act when. Um, when Taraji is asked in front of like John Glenn and them to go up to the board and yeah. write it all out mm-hmm. and it's like here's the pen right and it's mm-hmm. like that shot of the pen coming at you know like that's like the that's this moment oh, for yeah. her mm-hmm. and it's like this flat shot of the pen going across the screen I'm like no 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 no, no. there's a lot of throwaway moments show me yeah. that as like her point of view of the pen coming into her like it's out of focus coming in focus because it might be a bit heavy handed but it's like yeah. That's your moment, girl. It's what she's always wanted. To everybody, right, mm-hmm. right. you're smart. They right. did it in the library, too. Yeah, this right. profound moment for children when they realized for the first time, which it definitely came across to me that this was these children's first time of being like, oh, I'm black and they don't want me here because of that. And right. to see it happen to your mother, especially, I think, for young boys and not know how to handle you know that action and to be physically thrown out of a library. Right. Like a lot of that scene, it was just shot from like pretty far distance. And right. I'm like, I need to be in these kids' heads be right in their now. Head, yeah. right. Right. right, personalize those moments. But, and, and it's like, you know what? It's like you got a lot of time in this movie and it's like if you're getting a shot, 
Because because and you're there. Because you, you know yeah, what? You get the coverage. Because you got a shot. Mm-hmm. Don't need to get a coverage. No, it's not about it's not about the coverage. If you got that shot, this like that's a flat like a parallel shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go for forty five degrees. Okay, get closer. It. So right. you know that's like it's 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 her POV, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that is what. So that, so that's my prediction. That okay. Hidden figures I'll be t- you know, but I could be wrong. Would you say, Joanne? Jo- uh, I'm I'm just because I I want to hope I want to believe that people see the genius and and the beauty of Moonlight and okay. I yeah. And I know that's what you want. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it's a great movie. I don't it think is. I've seen a movie like that. Uh, you know, a lot of people I know were thinking like. Saying they needed to be warned because it's gay cinema. Look, it's not gay cinema. cinema. It's not gay cinema. It's, not gay cinema. cinema. Uh, it's, you know? the, it's the intersections it's, of you know, black yes. gay, that kind of thing. But that's so, not. So, uh, you know, and I'm just like, no, why, the movie is like. The movie is one of the things. Well, that, damn it! If it's gay cinema, we should be opening up a lot of doors for gay cinema. Right. We need a lot more <laughs> yeah. of this. You know, exactly. But I said to myself, this movie is like almost the ultimate human story. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know? What, like you said, what happens when you. When you have a human being that's folding in on themselves and not becoming who they need to be, mm-hmm. and how did that person draw out? Because I mean that the the third the, act, the scene black is yes. the black, yes. man, the intimacy, the beauty between those two, and it's not Who's because the it's actor two gay men for that one. I can't remember, but girl, the older Travante, the, the, uh, the older, the oldest one, right? Who uh, plays the main character? His name is Travante. Travante, that yeah. to see such a. Um, a large physical presence, yes. but then to have him just look up and he looks like such a child, yeah. oh like such God. a baby, like All he needed so much comforting. Yes. I, I was like, we first cast him in everything. Like, I honestly don't care what it is. Put yes. him in your movies. This guy's range is incredible. But also that last act, just, mm, mm. I haven't touched well, anyone yeah. since he touched me. I was That's like, in the kitchen. I, I was I done. That it broke me. It broke me. Out. My sister said she felt almost embarrassed because she felt like it was so she felt like it was so real that she felt like she was in an intimate moment with people like we had come to dinner like I should not Javante be watching Rhodes. this yeah, yeah. That, Javante yeah. Rhodes thank you they're having a moment and we should probably go to our car and leave but she felt like because she had never seen anything like that you like know? I'm really upset like he didn't get nominated for but like any one of the guys could have been nominated for best supporting oh, um, including the teenager uh the, the kid that did yes. the middle part um, who I thought like just going from I just don't want to be seen to just I'm done and that full right. rage and at such come. a young age and to have such a command of those emotions uh, it, it was uh, like all all like I can't find a flaw in the movie <laughs> like the more I talk about it the more no, I'm convinced I'm, like yeah I'm, I mean you know what when, the, the other the day soundtrack. the soundtrack <gasps> is great I mean I, I, it was last week when he came to the score to the guild for the image award thing we were not we, we were fighting the nominations and he was saying you know, and like I don't know the play, but he said that in the play, the story actually stops before th- that guy Chiron gets on the road to go to Miami. So, yeah, so he added all that. So everything when yeah. when, oh when, when Travante and Andre Holland meet up is like th- is like that's Barry's voice. Yeah. That's his wow. like it's it's him. Taking the baton from the writer and saying, "Here's young, me right? moving." Mm-hmm. He's really young. Like this is this is. They me. were close in age. He said they're close in age. Yeah, they're close in age. You know, so so it's like it's, I mean that when he, that revelation to me, I was like, "Damn, dude! Like you are really, really good." I mean, crazy shit happened. Like you know what he said at the thing? He let it go. He did what I did. He just mm-hmm. let it. He, he just he let just, the, the spirit of 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 he let the spirit. But yeah. you know, you know what's crazy that he said? This is what killed me. He told us that he. Used the Moonlight script mm-hmm. to get the job on leftovers. Yeah, 
Yeah. I didn't know that either. I was like, what? And wow. Like, what the fuck? You? Yeah. I mean, and, and he wow. comes in as a staff writer with that script mm-hmm. on that show. Now, mm-hmm. I know, you know, the guy who runs that show, mm-hmm. he's been doing Everybody it for a while. I mean, him. and my brother knows him pretty, you know, fairly well. And I'm like, that, that if you haven't done television, but you have directed a feature and you write a script like that, mm-hmm. I don't think you come in as a staff writer. That's no. kind of like, mm. that, and he's already freaking that, that, done a feature film. I know yeah. that's almost shameful yeah. it's because like, he knew he'd yeah. get a writer for nothing right. and let the studio pay for it. Right? Yeah. Right. You know? mm. right. It's bullshit. Well, some, well, they some, didn't. They didn't treat him very well. That's show, some anyway. BS. Well, now they're regretting it. Now it's like yeah. we should. I'm been. sure he's on the company. Listen, directing. What's next? Directing. All right. Um, we gotta speed this up just a little bit. Okay. Um, you know what? They don't even have. Well, I'm pretty sure we can figure out the director. So, her best directing for uh, Arrival. Just say what the movies are. We'll yeah, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. Moonlight! Avi. Um, I don't know. No, I don't even have a runner for that. Just Moonlight. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Damien Chazelle. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah. he's, he's the white darling boy director yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, and he didn't do a bad job. It wouldn't be undeserved. But yeah, give it to Moonlight. Yes. But you know what? Interesting point you bring up Mel Gibson. I feel, I don't think, I mean, just, I'm not saying he can't win. I mean, like, I think Manchester City Battle Guy is not going to win. Barry it's, Jenkins. It, but I, 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 <laughs> I, I feel like, it's just, to me, it's an interesting story with Mel Gibson because I look at it as like, as a kid, I loved him. He's like one of my favorite actors growing up. And all through the 80s and the yeah, 90s. Mad Max stuff, yeah. And then all this stuff like comes out and it's like, you know, post fucking uh, uh, like like you know like oh, God, <laughs> uh, post Braveheart, and it's like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Again, this is why I'm lazy mm-hmm. and I don't look at people's things because I don't want to know. I don't want to no, know. No, I feel you. Um, I'm mad. I, I know about Casey Affleck. Like, I wish you lived in a oh, bubble. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of these things where I'm just kind of like, I would never have thought this would happen to him. I, ne- I mean, like what he said. In the, I mean, in two different incidences, mm-hmm. and it's just like to get the best picture nod and the best director nod. And again, it's like Hollywood actually loves the comeback story. They sure yes. do. And so I'm kind of like, he might be tipped over Damien Chazelle because of that. And there's a lot of old people who are like, you know, he makes a lot of fucking money, yeah. you know, for years. So maybe we're going to hook him. You know, well, and again, this is a very Hollywood story of like a morality tale of a good mm-hmm. guy. He didn't even want to carry a gun. He just wanted to save people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's got people all in their right. feels. I didn't see yeah. what the big deal was about Hacksaw Ridge. I liked the war stuff was beautifully shot. And I've read this guy's story before. And it's a phenomenal incredible story of like an American hero but I thought the movie left a lot to be desired I'd be really upset if he won for best director mm, right so. documentary feature Ava Ava wins because I don't think how they can not well okay, who's, in the, sure. wait, stop, who's stop. in the category who's in the category wait wait oh, wait hold on you know what I, now I remember <laughs> Here, I, the, here, here are the nominees. Okay. Fire at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, OJ Made in America. Oh, shit, I forgot about now, that. Jason. Okay, Damn. what I'm saying is, I think that, that they can't afford not to give Ava. Because the, they messed up. Because they yeah. messed up. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and, 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 and the thing is, if you spurn her, you're spurning Oprah yep. because of the way they're connected. However, OJ. Joel, I don't like it, though. And <laughs> I'm Not Your Negro. Yeah. I am not your Negro. I am not your Negro is definitely gonna win. Films 
It's going to win. Mo- See, I don't think 13th is going to win. Here's why they, first of all, they don't owe Ava anything. I don't think that they feel bad about not giving it to her. Ava has not shown the proper remorse that the Oscar likes to see. <laughs> oh, that's not, true. That's she good, hasn't gone on point. the campaign trail. She's not worried about anybody. And 13th is not an entertaining film. Like, it's an educational film. It's good. And it's, it's good, though. No, but, but yeah. this was, like, it's yeah. an educational yeah. film. And it does all right. like, it does all the educating. Yes. Like, you will feel like you have learned something when you walk away sure. from that film. But I'm not but your Negro. I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't oh, seen it yet. I want to see it. That, that, shit, that makes shit. you want to go out and march. Like, I was like, oh, get in line. Like, formation Look, needs to happen if, right now. If the Nina oh. Simone documentary was mm-hmm. last year or the year yeah, before yeah, last year brought amazing. out some stuff in terms of the black artists mm-hmm. yeah. in America, this I Am Not Your Negro is like America and blackness and through the eyes of Martin Malcolm. I mean, that I Am Not Your Negro ain't no joke. See, two things about that. One, we saw with Shane like last week, right? And he fucking loved it. It's our DP British guy. But the thing about I'm Not Your Negro is there's a question that James Baldwin poses at the Mm -hmm. end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And he's like, something like, I'll just paraphrase, he's like, why did the white man create the nigger? Yeah, yeah, right. just just create the, the concept of the nigger right. mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, yeah, and it's yeah, until we answer that question, this country's fucked. Mm-hmm. And that, out of everything else in the piece, which is so fucking super strong and so like making you question about just everything that we've thought about in the last 40, 50 years, mm. that question makes you say, that's right. Why does the nigger concept have mm-hmm. to still exist? Why was it even created in the first place? What about the social, I'm sorry, the economic class problems that we have in this country that have persisted since the formation of this country that somehow, you know, there's always this talk that came out in Reconstruction and the, the original populist movement about how the one percenters, because the one percenters are the ones who own slaves, not, right. mm-hmm. there's no one who could afford them in the South. Right. They were the ones who got up in the face of the lower class whites and said, you are only good because you're better than the black. Mm-hmm. There were so a lot of do not, Indians, Native Americans who owned it. In the yeah, slaves, too, that's true. It? Yeah, but there were. But, my my but, peeps. You know, but so, so the, <laughs> Apologies. So, so the Apologies. thing about it is, you have to say They're to yourself like, we, had, we had to chop some corn too. we have a problem with social with economic class mm-hmm. in this country right and having the nigger around mm-hmm. gives everyone incentive nigger is the stepping stone nigger that's yeah. why I always say that black people are the buffer to whiteness and once you step over the buffer um, you're in the clear. Whiteness mm-hmm. protects you. Your proximity to whiteness protects you. So the nigger clearly is something to help create whiteness, and it's also to keep a certain class of people below. And if you know your history, you would know this, and that is why the nigger was created, because America needs us to be that... It's like the shame, shame. Best, like, yeah. if you fuck mm-hmm. up, this is how right. you're going to be. You're, you're not going to be any better right. than... Right. You know, there's a really fascinating book called How the Irish Became how White. How the Irish Became White, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, yeah, because white how in America Irish became white. How the Irish became white. Yeah. The whitest motherfuckers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they went to the same it's thing that black people did. But yeah. that's because yeah. in America, white, like we just said, is white is not a racial it's not just a, a racial categorization. Mm-hmm. It represents the 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 highest pinnacle of the of the right. economic mm-hmm. class. Right. Right. I don't know. I thought fucking and you know, the guy, Raul Peck, who directed it, like I didn't realize mm-hmm. he directed it. I mean, I knew who he was. Yeah, he's like black Haitian or something. He's Haitian. Yeah. He was. I didn't know French. Was, he grew up in France or it was he, something. Yeah, he, would, he he studied film in Germany and yeah. Berlin. It's kind of crazy. He um he he's so well spoken. Whoever he is. So it is. He used to be the minister of culture in Haiti. Oh, really? I was like, what? The fuck? what? Yeah, 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 this yeah. is crazy. But 
Is he married? Yes. <laughs> I do not know the answer to that. But Come find me, <laughs> But there's two movies that he made before that I actually thought, because his name sounds like he might be white. He made a, a great document, I mean, a great feature film called um, Lumumba around 15 years ago. I love that movie. Lumumba. It makes me cry. And, it, and then he also did this movie with Idris Elba about... Um, about the about the about the uh, Rwandan genocide, like mm-hmm. some things in April or something like that. That, that was, was the first. That was, that was the first film I ever saw Idris Elba in, um, in terms of a full-on acting role. And I knew right then that he was my future husband, <laughs> and um, he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> but when I saw that, that's one of those powerful films that I remember trying to before social media trying to tell people, y'all need to see this movie because this. When you talk about the Rwandan genocide and and it it yeah. shows you and and in terms of the family in it where they're both like one is uh, the Hutu, Hutu and one is Tutsi, the Tutsi yeah. and they're married mm-hmm. so you have two people who are married and have children who are dealing with this genocide and it's just a phenomenal performance yeah and I, I think it came out a year or two before Hotel Rwanda too you know mm-hmm. so it was just but like Hotel Rwanda got all the praise for well because you know theater, yeah. it was it was a feature feature yeah. film and and this it just up a thing was uh, HBO made for HBO yeah. film. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean the OJ thing. Although it's coming on the heels, which both of those se- like a six like, part, like directors part? didn't five yeah. part like didn't know mm-hmm. that the other the, the people versus OJ was being made, and they, those guys didn't know this movie was being right. made. Um, I you know watched the OJ the, this. I don't know, it's like seven hours, this mm-hmm. OJ thing last month. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah it's heard, absolutely yeah. amazing because it's not. That the OJ story is so on Netflix or on Amazon? No, it's, it on, a, Hulu. it's on Hulu. Oh, maybe it's because it was an yeah, ESPN thing Hulu right now. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this movie is about race in America mm. in a way that we don't really get to see. see, and mm. we don't. And the difference between this and I'm not your Negro is, is that this is a guy who, for a long time, transcended race. This is a guy who st- who t- spurned his sp- spurned the black sure yes, did. culture. You know everything like that, mm-hmm. and it's very, and you see it early on, like you see everything about him when he's at USC. I mean, mm-hmm. the the whole first two parts of this thing mm-hmm. is not even about the killings. It's all about the setup with him, setup, like yes. you know him, like him coming out of the like mm-hmm. community college in the Bay Area playing at USC. What that meant, mm-hmm. and then it's and then it's intermixed with all the um, racial strife. In Los Angeles, in see, I think. See, I think that people, when you think about OJ, and and I remember because I just came to Los Angeles right when the OJ thing was the, the trial was happening. Mm-hmm. You don't know about the history of blacks and police in, like you know, particularly in Los Angeles. You don't know about these killings. You don't know about this brutality. You don't know about like like all the shit that's been blowing up now with the Black Lives Matter and everything like that. Like like that was front and center. In the newspapers, not just like, oh, the black community knows it, but it was being reported on Mm -hmm. in L.A., and nothing happened about it during the whole Gerald Gates regime Mm -hmm. for some 25 or maybe 30 years. And you see, it's just great the way it just intermixes this guy who's just who's 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 in this gilded tower in, 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 in Brentwood with the brutality Mm -hmm. and how. That had a lot to do with what the case, how the case was tried. Because if you didn't live in LA and you're watching that thing from all over the, from all over the day, and even if you didn't live in LA, but you weren't black living in LA, you don't know what that is. So you don't see how that trial 
put a spotlight on how fucked up it was right. here. Mm-hmm. And right. you know what? The jurors were going, we knew he was guilty. <laughs> Y'all didn't fucking prove it. And this is payback. Yeah. And it's like white people got up in arms and couldn't understand why. And it's, Everybody you know, else got away. We were like, okay. murder. Mm-hmm. Murder. Yeah. There's a scene in there where there's a woman who was saying that she was driving to the hospital mm-hmm. because she was pregnant. Her, her husband was driving her to the hospital because she was in labor and the cops sh- stopped them and shot him. Oh, yeah. And this is like 68, 69 and it's like nothing happened to that cop. Right. Cop got... He, there was no mission to leave. Right. N- nope. There's, there's no pay suspension, nothing right. like that. So that sense of w- the blacks wanted whites to feel the medicine that what they've we been eating had. for you know supposedly this extra liberal city mm-hmm. on the Gold Coast of you know f- fucking the country. This shit is going on, and that's what the, the the thing like brought out the most to me. And then the last piece of it, the the part five was everything after the trial mm-hmm. and everything after the trial I think hardly anyone knows about because mm-hmm. everybody had a book everybody yeah. had a book yeah. but all this that OJ was doing and, and mm-hmm. how he just got fucked how he fucked himself and just like you know not smart shit mm-hmm. and how he tried to like go back to hang out with the black people with like the AME hey, church uh, uh, all this kind of shit that just, you tried it son just yeah. tried you know, it and then he was mm-hmm. like you know what I gotta get to Miami and blah 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 mm-hmm. I'm just like you're an idiot and it's mm-hmm. just so and you ain't got I, no I, I black know. friends I don't know. to tell you how to like <laughs> behave, negotiate yeah, your afterlife you know, it's just I, I don't know I, so I, well I would like to see I Am Not Your Negro but if I Am Not Your Negro I would like to see either the OJ one get it or yeah or um that makes sense though I didn't think about your reasons you made you brought up a good point about 13th yeah and what it's more of an educational piece as opposed to being like a and also she's not she's not being apologetic since she got snubbed and i'm just like well okay that actually makes a lot of sense but but just hearing you guys talk about i'm not your negro and oj i'm hearing you guys talk about the passion behind why you feel right i'm not hearing any passion behind 13th so well well, you know this is the thing about 13th this is i mean like I, there's a couple of Vice episodes that I saw that are mm-hmm. just as just as just as interesting sure. about my, what happens and, and on for me, about prison. It was like I've been know that stuff, so mm-hmm. it's not like you know what. That's thirteenth is the one now. like I would get excited if my baby cousins came to visit me, and right. I would be like, yeah, you okay, sit down and watch we this. gonna learn today. Right. Sit down. Right. But but what's what's even but but if if you're gonna spend time about something about how the justice system and the way it jails people and fucks people, if you want to sit down and watch something that's interesting, I think um, in the night of. The HBO thing. Oh, mm-hmm. summer, love that movie. That's like, a show. So actually, e- like examines that in yes. a more shocking way. Yes. It, it's just to me. Okay, so good. Okay. Last two. The other ones, foreign film stuff. You guys can worry about that later, mm-hmm. fans out there listening. Mm-hmm. But right now, the biggie. Since mm-hmm. we were screenwriters' rant room, okay. let's get the screenplay. So yes. first up, we're going to have the adapted screenplay. Whoop, whoop. Okay. We've got Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Hmm. I want Moonlight. Now, my first gut would be Moonlight of because course. of the work that he did yeah. from the play, mm-hmm. and like you said, adding that whole sequence at the end. Mm-hmm. But Chris, Chris even said though he's reading Lion now; he can't stop reading. And Lion, like you after I mean? yeah, after going over Lion yeah. over the weekend, I'm just thinking to myself, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm gonna be real, like what? Because at first I was toying with Arrival in terms of adapting from a short story. Because I never thought they'd be able to adapt it. Let me ask you a quick question. So we both know, we all know Fences, right? Mm -hmm. Right. How much did they adapt for the screen? 
All they did, in my opinion, was just we're in the backyard, we're in the house, mm-hmm. which they are in a fucking play. Well, see, to, to me, like, Fences is a little shocking at a certain level because... Because it still feels small to it, me. Well, yeah. well, it's shocking because... I think they got Steven Zalian mm-hmm. to adapt this, and he's like a million dollar writer, and Why? he's not getting writer credit. He's getting like co producer credit, but it's like you're right; you don't have to do anything. Any of us could have done that, you know, right. because all, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you sit, the writing is all there. Because right. you're sitting there, you're yes. sitting there, like listening to Denzel with these things, and he's like, he's putting August Wilson, and rightfully so, mm-hmm. up in the canon of American, you know, or, or sorry, not American, but English language okay. dramatists, and he's brought his catalog, like like with with Shakespeare, with mm-hmm. Tennessee Williams. You know, I mean, he's putting them up there, and sure. honestly, yeah, you know, like like those ten plays mm-hmm. are absolutely fucking amazing. Sure. And for mm-hmm. people who don't know, he said that he got HBO to 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 do the other nine as HBO movies that he's going to be the executive producer on. Doesn't know if he'll oh, wow. direct or star in any of them, but he's mm-hmm. always oh, got. Um, Ruben Santiago, yeah, whatever his okay. name is, is actually doing. I think the, jit- lock, the lock yeah, blues. yeah, um, and he's doing Jitney right now, adapting right. HBO. Right. So, 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 so we'll see the other nine as movies okay. over the next nine years. Okay, um, but I feel I was reading the Moonlight script when it came, like mm-hmm. a couple months ago. It's a mm-hmm. good script. I mm-hmm. really like it. Um, and I'd already seen the movie, so I was just watching it mm-hmm. and everything like that. And this, well done, everything. Like that. You feel some of the beats. Uh, Lion, don't know the fucking movie. I haven't seen it by a new story, <laughs> but just the way it's written. Yeah, it's just like you know. Yes. This is the thing about about, about writing is that we said this offline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a good story mm-hmm. and there's good writing. There you mm-hmm. go. And this guy has got good writing and a good story mm-hmm. because I'm reading and I'm like, you know. The first act is this little boy, and he gets lost, and on the train, and on the train, he's like he fall, like him and his brother go out at the middle of the night because their mom works in a quarry. Right. The graveyard shift in a quarry. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and, and the kids go out to like beg a panel at a train station, mm-hmm. and the and the the boy is um, Saru. He he gets kind of tired, and he can't work, and he and he sits on a train. It's the wrong train, it's right? Wrong. It's no, it's not just the wrong train. I mean, like he just sits on. He's trying to hide out from some some men in mm. you know, on the streets, and what you don't know about India is I mean, unless you saw because uh, um, they're not pedophiles. They're like hustlers. They like hustle well, the hustlers. Or well, but the do? thing is, you know, in, in but in some like millionaire, you see this where a lot of times like, these men will grab kids mm-hmm. and then they'll maim them. Like blind them or cut their hands off or shit like, like that, so they can be, beg. so they can go beg and get mm-hmm. money from tourists because they. So, so, so there's that oh, really? hint of what yeah. can happen to you, wow. and so the kid jumps on this train and falls asleep, and it's like takes him all over India in like yeah. a three day journey. He's stuck on this train. And you're like, motherfucker, you are lost. Yeah. <laughs> you are lost. Yeah. And then the crazy thing is, he doesn't know his last name. Yeah. He got no cell phone. And he doesn't know his last name and doesn't know the village that he's from. Oh my God. And he speaks Ben. He speaks Hindu and they go to places where, they go, where they're in Bengali yeah. and he can't even fucking talk to people. And wow. I'm like, fuck, this is crazy. How's this kid going to survive? <laughs> and it's caught you. And that's great because caught you yes. and, you're, and it got me the same way. So I'm going to say Moonlight, but if Moonlight doesn't get it, I want Lion to get it. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What did you, you think? Um, I just got to go Moonlight. I mean, we have a black player. I, 
I just again, I just want it. Like I, I'm aware that it's not going to win all these awards, y'all, but I want it. So I'm gonna I keep want saying it. Too. it. I, I want it too because I, you know, because Barry was a really nice person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so humble. He's so humble. So he's, humble. He's inter- his story is interesting about mm-hmm. why, how he got into filmmaking. Mm-hmm. This little ha- supposed hiatus he had from 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 melancholy to yeah. this, and I just like, and it's a really well written script. But beyond that, the perform the, it's one of these things that. Um, Ben Kings was talking about the other day on Actual mm-hmm. Studio about about um, Harold Pinter. It's like he was like, you don't work on the Harold Pinter stuff. You work with it because mm-hmm. it supports you as the actor and shows you mm-hmm. where to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel that the Moonlight got the train that, actor right there. You know, yeah. <laughs> but see, Harold Pinter is one of my favorite playwrights. Yeah. Exactly he's, for that yeah. reason. For reason. This, yeah. There's so much flexibility and openness and opportunity. And I think that I'm not a big fan of film scripts particularly where it's like every moment is captured on the page and I'm like I I need a lot of space for for people to make decisions a lot of space to breathe Um, and I think Moonlight definitely offers that opportunity to the creators coming out and and you see it in all the performances you you know having not seen Lion but this, but you just, you know, you can uh, tell in the now script. Now, mind you, we're just going based on, on the script. script. I'm not, yeah, I'm not anything else <laughs> on the page. On the page. I'm, I'm, I couldn't. I was like, fuck, I gotta stop now. But what, I'm, did <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, yeah. I want Moonlight also, okay. but I have a feeling, especially because I know Chris is hard as fuck like you are on a script. If he's if he's like this, it's got to be bad. And I haven't seen Lion either. So, so all right, writing original screenplay: Hello, High Water, La La Land, The Lobster. Mantras are by the sea, 20th century women. I think it's going to be the lobster. I think it's going to be just like when um, in Bruges one. It's just such a weird one-off story that it's fun to see your team fit too. It's a fun kind of fantasy world that's also a little dark and twisty, and yes. it's got a great com- comedic punch to it. Mm. I think they're going to vote lobster. I kind of hope they vote lobster. I like Hella High Water. Hell or High Water is great too. The the dialogue in that the mm-hmm. he, that guy is so great at capturing the South, which mm-hmm. I have. I'm not from the South, but all of my family is, mm-hmm. and so I have this like very weird secondhand fascination yeah, he's with from like or something, right? The guy who wrote it, I believe so. Mm-hmm. And the Sheridan, yeah. the diner, the waitress. It's in like the diner the, alone, that scene yeah. is what to me makes it Oscar worthy. Like mm-hmm. that woman can only exist in one place, and she is so authentic <laughs> and so so real and so like terrifying mm-hmm. in very short, crisp sentences. Um, I, I yeah, I'm, Hell or High Water could definitely win. I mean, mm-hmm. I like that movie. You know, he's coming up, uh, he's coming off off of um, Sicario last year, which was a great mm. story into that cop genre. Mm-hmm. You always think is kind of. Tired, but they, out, but, yeah. but but someone knows how to breeze. Someone always knows, like breeze life into it, and it's a really well written script. The one thing I really like about the script that I don't recall in the movie as much is there's a lot of language about how desolate and how burnt out and how just, it's like he paints a picture visually in a way that I don't even think the director. Isn't he the director too? No, this other guy directed it. Oh. I can't remember. Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 could capture. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a small budget film. Mm-hmm. I feel like it almost it, it it feels like the type of kind of nature shots of like 
broken cows and starving mm. stuff like that that you would that you would see that maybe if someone who was Terrence Malick younger mm. you know, it's got like a Badlands kind of feel yeah. on the page yeah. but then it's got this this propelling story to it you know and it has a great it's I mean it's difficult to take on the banking crisis mm-hmm. so we see it in the big short and we see it on this massive scale and it's kind of played out as like a as a satire but this movie attacks the banking crisis in the way that the reason why people voted does, for Trump. Does, right. does it feel like a Western? Kind of. Gotcha. But the thing is, the, you, but you know why people voted for Trump? Because mm-hmm. of what happened in this movie. <laughs> Fucking, you lost your house and shit like that. Yeah. What the fuck? And then yeah. it's, it's fascinating. Well, what I like about Hell or High Water is that it took the buddy cop movie and it like flipped it on its head. Like we've mm-hmm. seen so many times this idea of, uh, hey, I'm getting too old for this and I'm like about to retire and yeah. I'm so this rusty. Is our last job. Thank Major <laughs> spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen the movie, like pause for the next 30 seconds. But the idea that they then they just seen about now. I ain't seen it. You can tell it. Okay, all right. But the idea that they then flip it and instead of him dying at the end, it's his partner, and that the impact of that moment of just oh, dude, he's the good one, right? Like he he was the one that like you you believe like that guy was gonna like love his kids and he was gonna like do good work as a cop mm-hmm. and for this retired guy and then the fact that he can't go back I thought for sure once I have him I'm like oh well now he just never leaves the force like he becomes like pure justice but he can't it's over he's he's kicked out and now he has to be like he doesn't know what to do with himself and he's still seeking justice and the idea that everyone involved in this scandal doesn't feel like they've got their comeuppance doesn't feel like they got what they needed i thought like that idea where maybe we didn't get it in the landscape the the desolation mm-hmm. of the area but we got it from the people it like well, resonated well, well no that's true. I'm, I'm just saying in terms of the writing i'm saying no, no, yeah, 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 yeah but you're right i mean the thing and you made a great point about this old cop and blah blah because what i love about the flip is the old cop doesn't want to leave mm-hmm. yeah. the old cop is like no fuck it I want to do this shit like the old cop is pushing for this uh, bank robbery game, so well, like, he's not trying to retire no no no, no. There's, a, there's a great moment scene where he's like holding his mandatory retirement papers mm-hmm. and it's like worn because he's been like looking at it for so long like fuck I'm facing this uh, and I don't Want it, mm-hmm. and that he still think he's thirty and, and shit. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and that conversation with him and Chris Pine at the end of Chris Pine's house. Yes. Fuck, that was dope. <laughs> that was so was like, good. Okay, the final conversation. This, yeah. yeah, I was like, yes. this is the shit. This yes. is the shit. I mean, did you get the idea that they're gonna have like a midnight shootout? Some like a couple days later, like yeah. they're both like, he's like, you could come for me if you want to, <laughs> and Jeff Bridges is like, I could. I see you. It, I'm done with this, but I see. I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep looking out for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a part two of it. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> like, it, it kind of feels like fucking um who the fuck wrote uh uh shit that Cone Brothers song No Country for Old Men Men. that final scene I was just gonna say it's just like like that that conversation who's that fucking author I love him too um but anyway um it felt like that Mm -hmm. it's good I mean you know, I'd like to see Moonlight. That could take it because it's mm, really okay. good. What'd you say, Lisa? I forgot. Um, Unless, no, for, no, this is for our original. original. This is so for original. I, I, I was going to say Hello High Water, but yeah. I, I would, part of me would like to see the lobster get it. Okay, I haven't seen lobster yet. Yeah, so I would like the lobster, but I, okay. I'm going to go with Hello High yeah. Water. Okay. Cool. So that's it, people. Cool. Amazing. Where you at, Joelle? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Joelle Monique. You find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Uh, I'm doing The Magicians after show and after buzz. Magicians is my favorite show on air right now, guys. It <laughs> gives me all of my life. Is it really worth watching? Because I just realized there's a couple actors and I didn't know they were on there. Look, like, Arjun Gupta is my boy. He's amazing and he's super nice <sighs> yes. and just like a wonderful performer. Uh, the show, as 
as a whole. If you are a nerd and super into magic, which do you have my time turner necklace? No, I took it off. <laughs> I had my time turner necklace on earlier. I'm a super magic nerd. Um, if you read my review of uh, Doctor Strange, you know I hated mm-hmm. that movie because they didn't deal with any of the magical consequences of things. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody had to work for anything. Magic is like it's an exchange of power. Right. So uh, this show gets it right okay. and so right, and then it deals with. Um, assault and surviving assault and what assault does to different types of people in a way that I don't think is done frequently enough. Like mm-hmm. we see a lot of rape in shows. We don't see the aftermath right. of it or the effect mm-hmm. it has on people. And the show leans full into it and uh, makes what could have been a really horrible scene um, mean something and matter. And I think that that is incredibly important. Um, and also, if you guys uh, want to check me out on Schmoes No and let them know you like me as a host, I'm coming for that host chair. I want yeah. to live there. They are beautiful people and I like nerding out there every week. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we just did an episode where we talked uh, Lego Batman and Fifty Shades of Grey. So, uh, yeah. you know, oh, go yeah. in there, tell them you like Joel. Maybe they'll have me back. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Cool. Where you at, Chris? I'm at Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and on Instagram and at uh, ShadowboxerCinema.net. Yes. Um, I'm writing a piece on... What am I writing a piece on? Oh, on, go, on the Ghost in the Shell differences. I, cause, oh, really? because, I, because I just saw the original again after like 20 years mm-hmm. at the theater the other day. And I was like... And, then, and, and they played the trailer for the new one mm-hmm. right beforehand. And I was like, oh, like there's so much they're doing different i'm very i wasn't too super curious to see the, the live action but mm-hmm. i'm curious now mm-hmm. so um that's where i am that's what's up interesting shout out to will who didn't come that's your fault uh Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> he was invited yeah so. you, you can find me on twitter i'm always underneath there or, or a lot of times too when i do the um Saturday Night Sci-Fi with Geek Soul Brother. Yeah, we did Virtuosity last Virtual, night. Okay, okay. So, I, so we're trying to pick. I said, we'll figure we're watching an old Denzel movie <laughs> when he was all buttery. and Is that the one with mm. Queen Latifah was a nurse or something? No, 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 no. Virtuosity. The sci-fi one, him and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Crow. Oh, yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, before Russell yeah. Crowe was Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, before yeah, Russell Crowe was Russell Crowe. Before he was... <laughs> <laughs> Back when he was sexy, like Back when he was sexy, yeah. Russell Crowe. Oh, when he wasn't, oh, when he wasn't fat, nice, Russell Crowe. When he was yeah. the yeah. Russell Crowe. Yes. Yes. It's, it's yes. like two years before LA Confidential or something like that. Oh, so, my. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah. like oh, now I have to check it out. It kind of... It's, it's, it's supposed to launch him and it didn't. Virtuosity was out like 1995, so it's not a great movie at all. But, you know, there's shenanigans, and it's Denzel. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> but, yeah, you can always find me on Twitter and Bitch Flicks. And, um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else coming up. Um, maybe next – oh, next month I'll be uh, in Florida for ICFA, the um, International Conference for the Fantastic and the Arts. Yeah. Uh, it's the big academic conference. You know, just real quick about Denzel and Virtuosity. <laughs> you know, he mentioned in that – the Hollywood Reporter on table. There's a movie that he did that really disappointed, uh, did disappointing, hmm. and he thought I was going to do something different. And I'm wondering yeah, if, if that was it, yeah. because he's never done a science fiction film after that. Huh. Interesting, which is sad because right. he could have got some better stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let me shout out one more thing, oh, real quick. Um, if y'all are watching Riverdale, which yes! you should be because it's everything and there's a lot to talk about in there. Um, I host a show with Ira Hobbs and Tori Shea and mm-hmm. Monique Jones. It is called uh, The Chocolate Shop, which is spelled just like it is in the, the comic shop, Yes, uh, which is uh, C-H-O-K-L-I-T-S-H-O-P-P-E. Okay. Um, we are a podcast. We uh, post on Sundays. We recover the show and it's an all black cast talking nice. about Riverdale. We are having a ton of fun. Um, mm-hmm. So we definitely want you guys to come check that out. That's what's up. Oh, I cool. love it. 
Uh, don't forget, uh, we'll probably have to come back again and do our uh, the after post Oscar. Oh, yeah. Because the Oscars are February 26th. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see how our predictions come out. And <laughs> this is dropped a and week we, before. And we're going to find out whether or not mm-hmm. we're going to have to fight some people in the streets when <laughs> our winners don't get announced. Yes. <laughs> Moonlight for everything. Who, who I got to be sitting outside the Kodak <laughs> Theater for? Like, I'll talk to you for a minute. Give me that Oscar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sir, did you even watch the movie? And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. At Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Stop staring at me, Lisa. I'm not doing you guys can follow- <laughs> I'm just sitting here being polite. Mm-hmm. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. <laughs> now she's sitting there. I can look. I'm looking, she I'm looking at my book. I go, eat something, bitch, eat something. <laughs> um, you guys can, if you have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Um, please follow us on Facebook. We need that shit. Um, Five star review us on iTunes. We need that for the metrics. And thank you to all the countries out there. Everybody get out there, watch these movies, specifically watch Moonlight and Hidden Figures and Fences. Oh, one more thing. I need some people. We need to do uh, an after tweet on the movie Get Out. The horror movie? Yes, yes, oh. yes. So we have to find some of us and pick a date where we can like watch the movie and then t- come talk about it or do something mm-hmm. with it because I want to see that uh, do well. And also a shout out to... Uh, Keith Stanfield, who plays uh, Darius on Atlanta. <laughs> listen, um, so, listen. I'm on the show. I know, sure. I'm on the show. Listen, listen. So, so I want to cosplay your character <laughs> when he does the, the, the lemon chicken wet. <laughs> Can I buy the shirt, the jeans, and the, sh- the, the tie-up? Because I want to dress as you when I go to Universal <laughs> Fan Con next year. And I'm, I'm already have look, my cousin lives in Atlanta, so I'm going to have to go to the chicken place oh my God. and mail me a clean oh box. I'm going to put the little light mm-hmm. inside the little tube light in there to make it look like so instead of chicken it'd be like shea butter because part of the shea butter squad <laughs> so Keith holler at me I will buy those clothes from you because you're probably say. tall and I need the original clothing so hit me That's up on wardrobe, Twitter girl. hit me up <laughs> wardrobe. well I'm sure he got to keep, keep those clothes no you All show right. up in the morning they put your clothes yeah. on Keith, and then take them sold them yes. Keith, <laughs> might have sold them at the end of the Keith season. follow me on Twitter and direct message me so I can get those clothes or give me the name of the wardrobe person unless you're like Taraji but she's like oh, I'm keeping this bitch <laughs> this isn't mine <laughs> is it gonna be that or I'm gonna dress like Janelle Monae from Hidden Figures uh, well yeah. what's that you said they should come up with a whole look, design look if Mad Men can come out with a whole Mad Men line of clothing we can have a whole Hidden Figures based on Janelle Monae's clothing cause that stuff was wearing it you see her outfit at the BET Awards? Please. I mean, at the NWCB? Oh, please. She was she's, giving it. Please. Loved it. I can't wait for her to star in a role. I'm glad she's doing, like, you Me know. Me too. It's smart that she took some supporting roles because sometimes mm-hmm. the singers want to come in and be the they lead. They want to be the lead, yes. And it, and it, it's, it's smart. And it well, Janelle she has just strange. enough time on right. the screen. You know, she was still both films, the lead. Both films. She got enough time to burn in your retina. Well, and she was classically trained, too. So for her to just be like, look, I'm going to take it slow and do such great roles. When she gets a starring vehicle, it's going to be everything. Star Wars or Star Trek Call this girl. Yes. She's been trying to do futuristic stuff since the day she came Ooh. out. No, she's no, no. People need, to get a, people need to get an Octavia Butler book in her hand and yeah. do that. Well, you yeah. said it. Listen. Yes. Give it to me. Listen. Yes. She could play. Oh, my God. I got to get running. She I apologize. Play. All right. <laughs> All right. We're out of here. Me and the hubby are heading out of town. He's All like, right. bitch, where you All at? Right. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. On this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2017. 2017. Oh, peace, y'all. <laughs> Did you say 16 years? He's treated. No way, you're so fired. I'ma say what I feel. 
And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.